What is the thing that's going to make you get up out of bed every single day, no matter what? Like it's a little bit of a stretch goal, but it's reasonable enough that you're like, yes, I can see myself doing that. And man, when I do that, it's going to make all the difference in my life. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. On the previous episode, we heard from Alex Elliott. She shared the one thing that has made the biggest difference for her in the past year in exploding her business from zero to six figures. It's a short, power-packed episode you just can't miss. But before you go listen to that, stick around. I've got Alex Elliott on again, this time sharing her whole story. We laugh, we cry, and we talk about the real journey of becoming a successful entrepreneur. Listen into her whole story and stick around for some incredible value at the end. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix podcast. My name is Lisanne Murphy. I'm your host, and I'm here with the wonderful and beautiful Alex Elliott. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. You are so welcome. I could not be more excited. Thank you for having me. And for those of you who are just listening and aren't able to watch, like she really, like her smile is like from ear to ear. Like when she says she's excited, like, you know, that Alex is excited. I just, I just wanted to take a minute to introduce this powerhouse of an entrepreneur. And then I'm going to give her the floor to just blow our brains with her brilliance and with her journey. Oh my gosh, we can't wait. So Alex Elliott, (laughs) Alex Elliott is an organic traffic and conversion expert and the creator of the One Group Away Challenge. She is the co-author of the Funnel Field Guide, which was, uh, she was co-authored with that alongside Josh Forte, Daxi Perez, Austin Dixon, and 26 other funnel experts. She's been featured on virtual summits with John Lee Dumas, Mike Filsame, Jim Edwards, Perry Marshall, Elena Cardone, Catherine Jones, Blake Newbar, Ziki Ahmed, Rachel Esley, and Doug Bowden. I mean, she's Louise. She is a high roller, guys. And <laughs> has shared the stage with James Smiley, Akbar Sheik, Blake Newbar, Colton Crottinger, Angie Norris, and Kim Dang. Last fall, Alex generated 150K with $0 in ad spend during the launch of her One Group Away Challenge. Which, guys, and as, as a paid advertising guru myself, like that is, that is not a small feat. This girl was a, was a hustling lady. And she enjoys teaching entrepreneurs how to leverage the power of content, community, and automation and outsourcing to increase revenue in their business. Alex believes that Facebook groups are the single greatest way to authentically connect with your audience, build a tribe of super fans who know, like, and trust and buy from you, and massively increase your impact, influence, and income in a relatively short amount of time. And 
that is just like amazing, huge accolades. And, and I'm, I'm just great, Alex, so grateful to, to have you here. But I just wanted to also introduce you personally yeah. in that I, Alex and I kind of have been like digitally creeping on each other for the last. <laughs> We've been digitally flirting for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I just have to say, like, as I've watched her posts and I actually, a couple of weeks ago, joined her One Group Away Challenge, and it's like, I'm so excited to start it. I haven't started it yet, but I, I can't wait for it. But as I've watched her posts in her Facebook group and, and on, on her Facebook profile, she is a thousand percent authentic, a thousand percent real, and she is about the business of improving people's lives. And it has just been a joy to watch her reach her heart out into the internet and touch a lot of people. And so guys, uh, give it up for Alex Elliott. Thank you so much. What a beautiful intro. Um, the, the accolades part is fun, but the personal part is so much more meaningful. So thank you. That really, really meant a lot to me. I appreciate it. Oh, I, I meant every, I meant every thank word. You. Thank you. So Alex, I mean, your, your journey has, has, I mean, you've just like blown into the scene really within the last year, it seems. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so for those that aren't familiar and aren't digitally creeping on you, like I am, <laughs> like, give us, give us like, where, where did you, where, how did you get here? How did you become this tycoon in the internet space, rocking the Facebook group world and just like changing how people are building tribes? So such a good question. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's um, a great topic because here's the deal. We talk about like, uh, oh, the accolades and all the fun and all the success. But like what we don't frequently talk about is the fact that you can be an overnight success, like 14 years in the making. Right here, 14 years in the making. So um, it feels to a lot of people like, oh my gosh, where'd this crazy bald chick come from? And woo, you know, like just showed up on the scene and blah. And like, that's what it feels like to a lot of people, right? For me, it has been 14 years of consistent daily action, failing forward, never giving up, being stubborn, and just a simple refusal to quit until I broke through. So, um, you know, I, I, I tell people like, I kind of caught the internet bug at age 30, maybe a little late for a lot of people. I'm 44 now. So I caught it at 30 and I was like, I am going to figure this out. Like, I didn't know how I didn't know. Like, I didn't know anything. I am a professionally uh, trained board certified nurse practitioner. Like I was in healthcare. I was a registered nurse for a long time. CBICU nurse, like worked with open heart patients. Like, it was pretty intense work. And that was my world for, for over a decade. And so you know, I'm kind of just doing my thing, but at the same time, like I'm coming home, you know, uh, I, I say sometimes like nights and weekends, that's kind of a misnomer. I actually worked nights and weekends. So it was like all the other times when I was probably supposed to be getting sleep and, uh, you know, supposed to be like working on my master's degree, which is what I was also doing at the time. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, I don't know if it's, I was doing Amazon, FBA, eBay, like you name it, flipping stuff from Craigslist onto where, like I was just trying to make it online and learn, learn, learn as much as I could. So spent um, several years doing that kind of in a part-time capacity because my aim was until I can replace the income that I'm making, like, I, like I, I just, I was, I was being very safe. I was playing it safe, right? I had a safe job. I had a whatever but I was, I was discontent. I, I needed this. I felt called to this, you know? So, um, spent many, many years kind of playing half 
out, not playing full out. And um, I'm sure that that stymied some of my progress. Um, but I also, I'm a recovering shiny object syndrome addict absolute recovering shiny object syndrome addict. It just, um, and I think truly that's, it's a symptom of something deeper, right? It's a symptom of not necessarily having full certainty and belief in your skills and and belief in the outcomes um, and just being a hundred percent aligned with what you're doing, all that stuff. So I ended up, you know, uh, chasing lots of shiny objects, sabotaging my own success, all, all that fun stuff that goes along with being unsure sometimes in this space. And um, so it took lots of head work as well. As we know, this game is 99% mindset, 1% tech and strategy, really. Um, so lots of personal development, lots of uh, work to kind of get to a place where all the pieces just clicked into place. And man, once they clicked and once I was ready for that, right? That's what happened. So um, I, I like giving people that context because it really helps. You know, I think a lot of people, they see people who have what looks like rapid success and they're like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, I, I had somebody say to me the other day, I started with you in February. I don't understand why I'm not where you are. And I always said, well, it's because I didn't actually start in February, right? Like you, I showed up on, on this scene in February, right? But I didn't, I've been carrying lessons forward from all of my failures for 14 years, right? Like all these amazing lessons that I learned provided the actual breeding ground for this. So, um, you know, that, that, that was kind of a, a little bit of backstory. And then what ended up actually happening is uh, I entered the February, I think it was 25th cohort of the One Funnel Away Challenge. And, you know, that first week, it's like belief week and Russell's just like knocking down all your limiting beliefs. And that's what's happening. I was like, oh my gosh, like if he can do it, I can do it. And if that person can do it, I can do it. Oh my gosh. And just like all my beliefs started just like falling over like, like this amazing pile of dominoes. Just brrrah. And suddenly I was possessed with the belief that I could do this in a way that I'd never, ever experienced before. And then... Mr. Steve Larson comes on the scene uh, during one funnel away challenge and, you know, starts talking about publish daily, publish daily. And I'll never forget a line that he said. He said, if you publish daily for 365 days in a row, you will never start. And I was like, sign me up for that. There you go. Like, <laughs> because at the time um, I was in a pretty dark financial place. Uh, we had just this online journey as it sometimes does. You make investments that uh, aren't maybe in your best interest, but you don't necessarily know it at the time. I had squandered lots of resources and we'd gotten ourselves into a pickle. And so I was like, OFA was kind of my Hail Mary. It was, we were down to about our last thousand dollars. And I'm talking about like I had pillaged my 401k. Like it was bad. It was bad. And so it was like, this has to work. And so um, I was in a situation where as my coach, uh, she always asks, you know, what's this curse you've been blessed with? I had been blessed with financial des desperation and that financial desperation put me in the state of mind. The failure was simply not an option. Not one more time. It wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't going to happen. I was going to win or I was going to die trying. And, and that desperation was the blessing, right? So it, it, it set the stage for um, just the, the stakes were high and I wasn't going to lose. So that, you know, and, and, and slowly but surely. So I, I, I'd listen to Steve and I go, okay, publish daily, publish daily. Cool. Where? 
<laughs> like, where am I supposed to play? Is it a podcast? Is it YouTube? Is it medium blog? Like, like what is the thing? And so I had to sit with that question for a little bit. And of course we're doing, we're doing funnel hacking in OFA. Right. And so I'm in the mindset of like, looking at all my competitors, what are they doing? Right. And I had chosen as my vehicle for monetization, I had chosen affiliate marketing and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to promote click funnels and associated products and, and, and programs and, and things like that, that all make sense together. So I'm like, well, what are all the other affiliate marketers doing? So I made myself a little list, uh, you know, a little Excel sheet of like all the top click funnels affiliates. And I had them all graphed on there. I had all their, their websites, their funnels that I could find, you know, I had their YouTube, their Facebook, their this, and something really interesting occurred to me. Every single one of them had a Facebook group, every single one. And I thought, interesting. Let me go check this out. So I went and I joined all their Facebook groups and I don't know if it was because I had funnels on the brain or what it was, but I had this like eureka moment and I was like, oh, these Facebook groups are just high converting sales funnels. That's all they are. Like, look, you come in the door. They're like, Hey, here's this cool free thing. Where's your email address? Okay, cool. Opt-in page. Awesome. They cut you literally, you come in, they're there. They're like, welcome video. Here you go. Taking you by the hand. Here's the orientation. Check out the unit section. Here's some training. Here's this, but like, okay, well, I've got like a salesperson taking me through this experience, just like in a funnel. And then what happens? They come on, they do a live training. They're interacting with me. We're building KLT factor, this no like, and trust factor. And now I'm really into it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. And boom, what happens? They make an irresistible offer and a port, a percentage of people watching send money. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is a high converting sales funnel. So it was this living, breathing, three-dimensional high converting sales funnel. And when I got that, um, that insight about Facebook groups, I'm like, I'm done. I'm sold, completely sold. And I decided to start my Facebook group, model what worked, what I was seeing out there. And like the rest is history. And I just went hard with one, you know, one platform. And, and, and I'll tell you to this day, like, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on, I'm not even, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't put anything on there. Like I literally um, made the commitment to master a single platform. And only when I had mastered it, allow myself the luxury of distraction. But until then I perceived diversification as distraction. I, and, and, and I shouldn't say the luxury of distraction, the luxury of diversification. Um, but to me, until mastery, um, diversification was distraction for me. So that's how I treated it. And, um, here we are. <laughs> wow. Wow. Alex, what a story. So I want to, I want to, you see, you've, you've been dropping gems along the way. So I kind of want to go back and like pick up those uh, gems yeah, and, yeah. and look at them a little bit. So first of all, one of the first things you said that I loved so much, you said I was a 14 year overnight success. Yeah. 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 I think that's important for people to understand because this game isn't easy and anybody who tells you it is, is selling you something like flat out, right? This game, I always say to people, entrepreneurship is like, is actually extreme personal development masquerading as the game of money. <laughs> we all think we're playing the game of money. We're not. We're playing the game of conquering ourselves and becoming something that's actually worthy of this goal. Um, and, and so it's a, it's a powerful quest we're all on, a quest of like extreme personal development. Here, here's where I wanna dive in for just a second. Yeah. So, and I totally agree. I mean, I've, I've had three 
total flops before I've landed in, in what I'm doing right now. And I'm not even sure it's going to be what I do forever. You know, it's just, you know, we, we're, we're, we're going to see where it goes. But anyway, what did you have to conquer Oof. before like things really started to come together for you and you were attracting influencers yeah. and connections and money and, and all of those things yeah. that, that entrepreneurs, you know, care about. But like, what did you have That's to conquer? A good question. Such a good question. And it wasn't anything outside of myself. It was inside of me. I had to conquer my own um, crippling limiting beliefs, right? And those limiting beliefs were, um, I'm not good enough. I don't have anything to say. Who's going to listen to me? Um, I'm not an expert enough. Uh, you know, I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. What are they going to say? What, like, like all of the both professional and personal doubts that one could conjure up, they all swim inside your head, right? It's our, it's our internal editor. <laughs> like that's the, that's the, the person we have to conquer. So, um, it was, it was all about for me conquering the internal editor, as I call it. Um, some people call it the devil on your shoulder or whatever it is. But for me, my internal editor, I had to figure out how to turn down the volume and I had to turn up the volume on my internal cheerleader. Right. And I had never, you know, you know, that, that, that story, that metaphor about like, you know, the, the old man tells the, the young boy about the story of the two wolves. Um, and, and we all kind of have two wolves inside of us and there's a good wolf and the bad wolf. And the boy says, which wolf wins? And he says, the one you feed. And so I had to figure out how to feed my internal cheerleader and starve my internal editor. And so once I figured out how to do that, and that was through just, you know, reading tons and tons development books, like coach it, whatever, like all of the things, right? All the things that you can do, watching YouTube videos, you know, like motivational stuff, just, just doing anything I could to feed that cheerleader and to say, you know, you've got what it takes. It's okay. You've got what it takes. And to make failure not fatal and to understand that failure was the actual key to success. Like, I love that quote. You want to be successful? Double your rate of failure, get faster and better at failing forward and learning and collecting lessons and bringing them with you and making them the launch pad for the next thing. That's how you get to success, right? So successful people aren't, aren't any different from unsuccessful people in, you know, the only difference is that they've probably failed more and quit less. <laughs> That's it. You know, just kept going and um, got her through that process. That's it. Oh, I love that. That is straight gold, Alex. Thank you. Okay, so next question. So you you talked about how your desperation was a blessing and mm -hmm. how I mean you got to a point where you were pillaging your 401k, but you were you were determined to do this. Now tell me, like in that moment, did you see your desperation as a blessing? No, because, you know, I, I don't think that I was evolved enough in my own personal development and in my own, um, yeah, my, my mindset did not at the time see it as, uh, as a blessing. And I think that um, I was doing everything I could to take that desperation and, and channel it. You know, like I could feel it and I could, you know, it was, it was extreme anxiety. It was, it was expressing itself. I would have panic attacks. Like I was, I was freaking out. I was scared. And so I would take all of this, like mm, this anxious energy and I would begin to channel it into like, you know, productive activities. Like, okay, go, 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 go. You got to do. So I saw it as a blessing in that it was, it was raw energy and I was trying to channel this raw energy 
but I didn't necessarily sit around and be like, gosh, I'm so grateful for this desperation. Like that, I was not having that experience. No. Now, as I look back later, um, I, I'm deeply grateful. I am deeply grateful because I think truthfully, <laughs> I had never been given the gift of that type of desperation over the last 14 years. Had I been given that gift, this might've been quicker, but the gift of that desperation is what finally like, ah, just kicked me into gear. And it made it where like, I, I couldn't go back. Like there was nowhere back, like to go back to, it was only, you know, another great quote that I love. The only way out is through. And at that point, the only way out was through, I had to go through this and I had to win. And I had like, there was only one direction. So for me, I see it now as a blessing at the time. I can't say that I was, um, that I was wise enough to see it as a blessing. You know? Yeah. We, bless Alanis Morissette for that. <laughs> the only way is through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so let, okay. Let's say you're, you have the opportunity to have coffee with someone who's in that state where they are just desperate. It's showing up for them physically as well as emotionally. Yeah. They have people that are depending on them and their desperation is actually crippling them and it's having, it's, it's keeping them from acting. Like, mm. I'm sure you'd be the person to just like, you know, put your arm around them, cry with them for a minute. But then after that, like, how would you help them turn that energy yeah. from being crippling inaction to channeling that energy to act and actually make something happen? That's a good question. I love this. And I love it because it's not like, it's not necessarily something I've like sat down and thought about, but what a blessing to be given that opportunity to speak to somebody in that place. You know what I mean? And first I would say, yeah, let's have a good cry. Let's just like, let's just like have a release valve, let it out. Because I think a lot of people just like, they're so, it's all bottled up and they're trying so hard and they just haven't acknowledged how hard this game is. So first of all, like, let's just acknowledge how hard this game is. It is, it's hard and it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to break down. Like actually when we do that, we clear space. So let's clear space first, right? Let's not act from a place of like, you know, desperation in, in the sense that you're feeling it because that's, that's never a place where you're making good decisions. You want to act from a place of peace. And I find that once we release peace comes. So we're going to first just have a good cry and then we're going to go for a walk and we're going to talk about like what is what's possible. Right. And, and it's very, I think that a lot of times it's, it's so much simpler than we make it like so much simpler than we make it for some reason we love to complicate. And so what I would say is um, we're going to go for a walk and we're going to take a little inventory and I don't care what you've been doing till now. I don't care what you think you want to do. We're going to clear all that away and we're just going to take inventory and we're going to talk about like, who do you just love? Who do you absolutely love to serve? You want to hang out with them all day. You want to, you could just like shoot the breeze with them all day. You literally just, these are your people, right? Like who are your people? So we're going to identify that first. And then once we've identified your people, like, cool. Okay. Awesome. We've got that part of the, 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 the puzzle figured out. Now it's like, all right, what's your actual like goal? Is it 10,000 a month? Is it 5,000 a month? Is it 20,000? Like, like what for you is that first benchmark, that first milestone? We're not going to talk about all the milestones. I want to know your first one. What is the thing that's going to make you get up out of bed every single day, no matter what? Like it's a little bit of a stretch goal, 
but it's reasonable enough that you're like, yes, I can see myself doing that. And man, when I do that, it's going to make all the difference in my life and my family's like, whatever it is for me, when I first got started 5,000 a month, that's all I could think about. I was so clear. It's like, I just need to make 5,000 a month. If I can make 5,000 a month, like I am good. Like, obviously as you grow, those goals change, but forget about them. What's your first milestone, right? So, and that's going to be almost become your obsession. Like that is the thing that you need to focus on at all times. Number two, I want you to spend time with your favorite people finding out what is the stone in their shoe? What is the thing like that they, where are they suffering? Where do they have a problem that they want solved tonight? And they would pay good money to solve that problem tonight, right? Like, what is it? And is it in the, is it in the arena? It's got to be, you know, in the health, wealth, relationships type of category and arena, right? So you're going to go on a little expedition and you're going to interview these people. You're going to talk to them. You're going to figure it out. You're going to ask campaign, whatever you've got to do to figure out where does it hurt? Hurts so much that they need a solution now. They've got what we call a bleeding neck problem, right? And so this, like, they got up they got to plug up the hole and they got to plug it up now. Right? So you're going to go hunting for those. Once you've figured out those problems, cool. Awesome. Now what you're going to do is you're going to go on an expedition over here to figure out where are the solutions that you can match up almost one-to-one -to, -one to these problems. Obviously these solutions need to have affiliate programs associated and, or you need to contact the manufacturers and or producers of these uh, solutions and say, Hey, I'd love to be an affiliate. How do we do this? Right. I love affiliate marketing and it's not what I do primarily anymore. It's still in my arsenal, but it's not what I do primarily. But what I love is that it, it solves a very quick problem for people in pain and I'm addressing somebody in pain right here, right now. So, because what happens is all an affiliate marketer is, I'm sorry, my cat is wanting to be on this interview. <laughs> welcome, cat. <laughs> welcome, Sophie. Um, so affiliate marketer is just a bridge. You've got somebody in pain over here, and you've got exactly what they need to stop the pain, and you're just going to close that gap. That's all you're going to do. You're just going to close that gap, right? So the clearer you get about the pain over here and the solutions over here, the better you can speak to the one about the other, right? And, and present that and create those offers that bridge the gap. So um, that's what I would do. I would send them again on a little expedition to figure that out. And they go, okay, cool. Now you've got the pieces of the puzzle in place. You've got the, you've got the, the, the target audience. You've got the problem. You've got the solution. We are going to select one. So we've selected one goal. We're going to select one vehicle, i.e. affiliate marketing, because it's the fastest path to cash, right? And then number three, one platform. Like I said earlier, you are going to learn to dominate one platform. And truthfully, I don't care if it's YouTube. I don't care if it's podcasting. I don't care if it's medium. I don't care if it's your own blog. Like I, it doesn't matter, but you're going to select one that works for you. That is authentic for you. That lights you up. That makes you excited. Maybe you love baking videos. Cool. That's going to be the thing. And then you are going to learn to dominate it. You're going to dominate and you're not going to look left. You're not going to look right. Shiny object syndrome is very, very dangerous at this point in time when they're so, you know, when they're desperate, you're like grasping at everything and it's making it worse. You're just flailing in the, not actually swimming. Right. So we're going to, we're going to really drill in the fact that we need to focus that you get further taking 20 steps in one direction than one step in 20. Right. And we're going to, we're going to drill that in and we're going to start on this path of mastery of one, you know, one platform. And I, this is my rule of ones. I take people through it's, you know, it's like one target audience, 
one pain, one solution, one goal personal for them, like a, an income goal, one vehicle, one platform. And you master this rule of ones. And um, this is how I've had success. So I'm obviously replicating for these people. Oh, I love that, Alex. Thank you so much for You're welcome walking through that and also just like sharing how like i, I love that process of like we got to clear like first of all we just need to release yeah, we got to clear out the bad energy so that we can act from a place of power yeah and then yeah. you and then you were very specific of like do these things not just like keep at it tiger <laughs> you know? no, no, no. like come on champ yeah no <laughs> oh i love that okay well thanks for letting me like dive a little bit into, yeah, into yeah. your journey um so you, you've been working, you, you, and over those 14 years, you've, you've developed a lot of skills. And, yeah. and I'm sure that they're all playing a beneficial role as you've like found like your, your niche for the moment yeah. with, with yeah. Facebook groups. And, um, but like, where, where is this going? Like, where are you going in, in 2020? Like, where are you going? Oh, I love yeah. this question. This is what's like taking all of my, my mental bandwidth right now and emotional bandwidth. Cause I'm so excited. So let's where talk going? about it. Okay. So this is like the first time I've said this publicly. This is very exciting. Actually, I'm going to drop some secrets. Um, okay. So here we go. Uh, we are internally, and I have definitely not publicly said this at all, but we are internally developing um, an amazing solution slash program slash process we're going to be taking people through called Simplify to Scale. And Simplify to Scale is basically a, um, it was born out of my own struggles this year. I mean, I, as you know, we've been talking about, like, I went from super duper struggle bus solopreneur to oh my gosh now i have a team of six like trying to be successful ceo systems automation like human resources managing outsourcing like all the things these were all new skill sets for me this was all like this transformation that happened inside of a, a year has just been nothing less than like almost like overwhelming and disorienting and um as i you know, the walls that I started to hit this year, I don't have person. I, I was a massive bottleneck in my business, massive, right? Because I wasn't delegating. I wasn't outsourcing. I was like holding on to the control of all the things, which also meant none of the things were getting done, right? Because I was the bottleneck and like, that's not okay. You can't grow if you're the bottleneck. So, um, I had to really learn pr pretty painful lessons about um, outsourcing and just, you know, letting go of control. And yes, um, maybe I'm the best person for this job, but it doesn't mean somebody else can't come in and do 90% of what I can do. And that's okay. And that's enough, right? Because money loves speed. Money loves momentum. You can't grind the gears if you want to keep going. So um, I had to learn some painful lessons. I also had to learn um, some lessons about um, value ladder and just different, you know, having different things in place and, 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 um, how automation is amazing and how delegation is amazing and all these things like, like, you know, I, I've become a convert. And so, um, we've taken a lot of the, the lessons of what I've learned and turned it into, um, just very simple, elegant, amazing, um, again, rule of ones type of, of process where, um, I I'm kind of internally saying like, give me 30 days and I will give you your life back. So we've developed a, a, a system for high ticket coaches, consultants, and agencies where they can stop doing all the things and actually start doing the things that matter in their business. And that we're all about like getting major results with leverage. It's all the Pareto principle. It's doing the 20% of things that are going to make 80% of the impact and letting the 80%.
at the things that don't actually make impact and really focusing down on that 20% so it actually becomes a greater percentage through leverage. So, oh, that yeah. is so exciting. I'm very excited about this. You cannot imagine like this is my baby. So yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I love it. Well, and I, I just have to say like, like this week, Alex, I hired four people for my, for, for, uh, for the same reason, right? Like I've become a bottleneck in my business and Oh, wow. So like we need to have like a, an off the air chat about oh, yeah, we gotta, that because it like, over this topic. Yeah, it's big. Yes. That's amazing. Well, that's so exciting. I'm so excited to, to see what that looks like. And, and I'm sure like the, all of the people that you're helping with these groups, it's, it, it's wonderful because it's bringing impact and influence into their life, but it's also bringing a lot of problems. It's follow-up problems, right? As Steve Larson said, like, like you, you, you know, and, and, and Garrett J. White talks about this. He says for every level, a new devil, like you, every time you level up, you're going to create a new set of challenges and problems that you didn't have before. And that you, maybe you didn't even anticipate, right? You just thought, Hey, I'm going to get on top of this mountain. Everything's going to be great. And then you get there and you're like, Oh, whole new set of problems. Right? So it, this very much is born out of the whole new set of problems that I began to experience and realize, and, and it's not just me, you know, I've had so many conversations with so many people um, in the same boat and a dear, dear friend of mine reached out to me the other day and we were talking and he said, he said, I absolutely love my clients. I love coaching them. He said, but everything else makes me want to jump out a window. I cannot, I like, I'm just, I'm, I'm breaking, I'm breaking. And I thought, this is why, this is why I am doing this because I want to help people just like you. You kind of are my perfect avatar actually. <laughs> like, like, and, I, and so I was like, hope is coming. Please be in my beta. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. <laughs> He's like, yes, 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 yes. I'm in, I'm in, I'm done. Like sign me up because I can't do things this way anymore. I can't be the bottleneck. Yeah. So oh, I think everybody at that. that point as they grow. And so it's a whole new set of problems. Yeah. Well, and I, and I love that too, like you're like the advice that you gave to that friend in the cafe who was in desperation, like even though you might not be in that same emotional place, like the framework is still the same for you. Absolutely. I mean, like you mentioned like you're, you're following that rule of ones that you brought up. You're finding that, that ideal client avatar, that one problem you're solving, that one platform you're going to do it with, the one vehicle that you're going to do it with, like or offer. Yep. Everything just one email sequence, like it's going to be very streamlined and very powerful. I think that I have found that um, as you as you diffuse your energy over multiple projects and multiple things, you exponentially lose your energy. As you combine your energy and do not diffuse it, there is an exponential compounding effect. And so we really want to leverage that exponential compounding effect. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah, I saw that with with just even launching this podcast. Like I launched this podcast earlier, earlier this month mm-hmm. and the podcast hadn't even- You had come- an explosive launch by the way. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, it was amazing. But like six weeks before then, it, I, I went through the February OFA challenge as well. That's and, awesome, I that. that's amazing. And, um, and, and I had the same question, like, what do I do? And, and I even dabbled, like I did Medium for a little bit. I did Facebook Lives for a little bit. I did podcasting on Anchor, you know? And Yeah, you gotta like figure thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like six weeks before my launch, I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to go all in on podcasting. And that's all I did for six weeks. I mean, I put as many things on hold as I possibly could and look what happened. I mean, in six weeks, this thing just, you know, it went, it it went blew up. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I'm just telling you like to everybody out there who's listening, who 
you know, you, you've got all these irons in the fire and you're doing all the things like it's, it's the one thing, find the one thing and pour all of your effort into that. And you will make headway. You will absolutely make headway. I mean, I got, I got the, the, the pleasure of meeting Russell Brunson this year and um, sitting in a little tiny semicircle of six of us with Russell um, asking him questions. This was at the uh, affiliate mastermind um, past this past August. And I asked him a question. I said, you've lasted in this game for like 15, 17 years, whereas many people who started with you have not, they're gone. Like what, to what do you attribute your longevity in this space? And he said, almost instantly, he said three things. I was like, okay, wait, what do you got? And he's like, he go, um, he said, first of all, consistency. He said, showing up every single day and publishing every single day long after my competitors stopped. Like I just kept going. It was an absolute deep abiding commitment to consistency. So like, like he said, because here's the deal. I might've been tired after year three, but like my ideal customers may not have been ready to find me till year six, right? So I just had to keep going. He said, so consistently publishing, consistently showing up, number one. Number two, he said an unshakable belief in myself, in my mission, in my team, in my values, in everything. And he told an amazing story. He said, you know, when my first company was falling apart and imploding and falling around all around me, he said, you know, um, all these people were leaving and I was having to fire people and all this stuff. And, and Brent Co-Peters, um, who's still with the company, um, came in and um, he had just halved his salary, like literally halved his salary. And Brent was like, um, listen, Russell, so I just need you to know, like my wife, she wants me to leave. And Russell was like, and, and he said to him and he goes, I'm gonna make it, should I stay or should I leave? And Russell said in that moment, he said it was the first time that it even ever occurred to me that like other people doubted. He said, I was so solid in my belief that if I just kept going, I would have success. And he said, it was like that moment he asked me that question. I was like, oh, like other people don't believe in this, even my closest inner circle, the way I do. And he had to just like, like remain steadfast in that belief. And that, that belief has carried me through the darkest nights. So I was like, wow. And the third thing he said is what's related to what we're talking about right now. He said, simplicity simplify, simplify, simplify. He said, every single time I have added a layer of complexity into what I'm doing, it has failed. Every single time it has taken my, it has taken the energy that we had on this core thing and diffused it outwards. And it has not been successful. And he said, case in point, Actionetics backpack. He's like, we diffused our energy. We tried to take on too much. It was, a, it was an absolute mistake. We should have stuck with ClickFunnels. He said, and that's what we're doing. So, um, you, and then he said, do you know what we make everybody do in the two CCX coaching program? I said, what? He goes, pick one funnel, one funnel. That's it. One funnel. That's all you get. You don't get 10. You don't get 20. You don't get a hundred. One funnel. At the time I had like a hundred funnels in my account. And I was like running all this traffic and all this thing. I was doing all things. And I was like, you know, when he said that, like, and he said, and he asked, he said, how many do you have in your account? I was like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. He's like, everybody does. Yeah. He said, go home and kill them all kill them all, pick one, pick one and kill your babies, the rest. And I was like, <laughs> so convicting. So I want everybody out there to understand that even at the highest levels and most particularly at the highest levels, a rule of ones, deeply impactful.
it'll change the rest of your life. Deeply impactful. It'll give you the success you seek. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. And thanks so much for like sharing a little bit of like this insider experience. That yeah, you had no problem. No problem. We've got Sophie back here. <laughs> oh, hey, Sophie. Okay. So, so I mean, wow. I, I, we haven't even gotten to your zone of genius, but like you're clearly a genius. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, so I do want to, I do want to pivot a little bit to give you an opportunity to talk, to talk to our, to the followers about uh, groups and automation and, and the role that this can play in people's business. So uh, you are, you are the one group away challenge guru lady. If people want to do groups, they come to Alex Elliott. So like, like walk us through like what happens when when your customers come in this program and, and why are groups so important? Yeah. So, um, great question. So groups are important because basically if you in your business need leads or you need sales, um, that means you need an audience, you need a customer list. You need to be building a relationship with your customers, right? So I don't personally know a better vehicle right now to create, you know, this raving fan or this, excuse me, I, I, I have to get this right. This, uh, create like a tribe of raving super fans inside of this sort of curated environment, right? Um, Where you can literally press a button and have a notification go up on everybody's phones or laptops or whatever. Here I am, let's connect, right? It's so intimate, it's so powerful, it's so um, human and connected. And you know, gosh, these days try to get like even just to have somebody open your email, <laughs> like, right. You, it's hard just to get into somebody's email, uh, their inbox, you know, not land in spam or promotions tab or some other tab. Um, and then you're competing with, you know, 40 other marketers, like hoping that your subject line's interesting enough that they'll actually click it and actually go into your email and, and enjoy your copy enough to get to the bottom and actually click a link. Right. Whereas inside of a Facebook group setting, like you're building a relationship with these people. You're talking to them daily. You're interacting with them daily, right? Like I know the people in my Facebook group. I know their stories. I know what they're up to. I know what's going on. It is this very human connection. And it's beautiful because I can take the pulse of my customers anytime I want. I literally can go live and be like, guys, I'm thinking about doing this thing, but I'm not sure. I want to make sure I serve you correctly. Like, tell me what you think. And we literally have a conversation. Like, I don't know any other medium that allows for this like two-way conversation um, inside of a safe, curated um, communal space that gives people an identity. It gives them, you know, I have people tell me like, Alex, your group is the first thing I check in the morning before when I wake up and the last thing I check before going to bed. I'm like, what? That's crazy town. Like who's saying that about my emails? Nobody. Who's saying that about like, like, he's like, whoa. So, um, it is this opportunity, you know, you know, I was saying like before it's like a high converting sales funnel. Yes, it is that, but it is also a living, breathing three-dimensional en vivo email list, right? Because you're able to have that relationship with your audience. Um, it, it allows for the creation of, a, of an email list. Like there's just so many amazing things. So when you ask why a group, I would say, why not as a business owner, you want to be um, in front of your people as much as possible and in touch with your people as much as possible, getting the pulse of your people as much as possible. All of these things have unbelievable benefit to your business and, and, and what you're doing and the ways in which you serve them and, and the levels at which you serve them. So 
that's the first uh, answer. And then what's the what's the kind of process with the one group away challenge? Well, um, basically, there, there's th we've identified three phases to group growth, right? So phase one is really like you're building this foundation, right? And I, a lot of times I have people, you know, they, they're, God bless them. They, they come in and they're like, I got 100 members in my group. How do I monetize? And I'm like, okay, slow down, Tiger. <laughs> like, let's build this foundation really, really solid first. Let's build some no like, and trust factor. Let's make sure you're seen as the authority. Let's like get certain things in place that are going to guarantee your success. Um, don't just start pounding them with offers right now. Like let's <laughs> slow it down and, and let's get the foundation. So the first phase is really, we're just building out and architecting the group in a way that ensures success later, that gives us kind of all the tools at our, at our disposal. We're also learning how to attract people into our world, how to stand out in people's feeds, like what kind of posts to make, what, you know, we actually have a process called uh, priming your feed. It's the Facebook omnipresence formula. And everybody's actually going to be getting a, a free copy of that, all your listeners. So yay! So it's, it's something where um, you're basically priming the Facebook algorithm and saying, hey, 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 I'm here and I'm to be paid attention to. And what's going to happen is when you do that regularly, I, I found after about four weeks of testing this, I was getting unbelievable reach. And I'm having people reach out to me and they're like, what are you doing? You're everywhere. What's happening here? And I'm like, it looks like I'm everywhere. It looks like I live on Facebook. I don't. I just know how to play with the algorithm. I've been testing it. So um, you know, we teach you how to do that so that you get incredible reach. Why do we care about reach? Because reach means eyeballs. It means potential customers. It means people checking us out. And when you have your Facebook profile architected in just the right way, it means people actually falling into your funnel, right? We call it a Facebook profile funnel. They slip right in and the one destination you want them in is your curated community. So they're coming into your group. You're collecting that lead, right? For that lead magnet. They're coming into your funnel. It's a beautiful thing. Um, you're serving them. We always teach about leading with value. You know, Gary Vee says, he who leads with value wins. So they're going to come into your community. You're going to lead with value. You're going to tip the scales, uh, you know, the law of reciprocity in your favor. You're going to serve your face off and then you're going to make irresistible offers. And that's how you do it, right? So this is the process we take people through. Phase one, build, attract, and grow phase. We have the phase two, which is serve, engage, and prime to buy. And then everybody's favorite, phase three, monetize, automate, and outsource. Um, so it's a fun process, really um, taking you through those stages and um, getting you the results you're after. That's awesome. I, I love that. And as I said, like, cause I, I bought the program, I've been like chomping at the bit to like <laughs> get in there, but I'm like, okay, I have to like, I have to make sure my whole podcast process is automated. With you, girl. All about it. Roll the ones. <laughs> so, so for people that want to learn about this, um, we, we're going to drop the link to the yeah. One Funnel Away yeah. Challenge yeah. in there. Um, and so you can, you can become a part of, of what Alex is creating for people. And I just, I just can say like from someone who's been in the group, I haven't been active because I have like made myself not start it, but from someone who's been in the group, I mean, these people are having incredible results and they're really, really excited about what's happening in their businesses. And most importantly, their connections, right? Because like you say, like these are real people yeah. that are in these groups. Absolutely. Um, so so uh, thanks so much for sharing about that program. And again, we'll, we'll put, and, and for the freebie that you mentioned as well. Oh, you're so welcome. That, yeah. that in the notes also. Cool. Cool. So if, if anyone else wants to like get a hold of you or like, like follow your journey, like, is there a best way to do that? There is. And um, here you go. I'm eating my own dog food, my Facebook group, right? So <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, my Facebook group is called Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. 
Um, so a little bit of a long title, but digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs. You can find me there. Um, that's kind of my, my home base. That's where I live as we say. And so you can find me there, connect with me there. Um, you know, uh, what's exciting that's coming down the pike is, uh, you know, this, this simplify to scale program that we have is also going to have a very elegant, very automated and systematized and outsourced way to um, take your Facebook group to the next level. So it's kind of like um, OGAC on steroids, which is really gonna be fun, you know? So like, I'm excited about that. That's gonna be part of the program. Um, so there's good things coming down the pike. Um, so I'd love to stay in touch with y'all. Awesome, we're so excited. Well, Alex, thank you so much for sharing about your journey, about your internal transformations, about how, how I mean, you've, you've just given us so much value today and, and we just really appreciate having you on The Marketing Matrix. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate this time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into The Marketing Matrix podcast. On the next episode, we hear from Chad Thibodeau. This pastor turned online entrepreneur is one of the smartest people I have ever met. He simplifies the path to success to make it reachable for anyone. To hear the secrets behind this powerhouse, check out the next episode. But while I've got you, I wanted to remind you to join our Midas Touch social advertising private Facebook group. In this group, we discuss marketing tactics and exactly what you need to know to run killer Facebook ads to talk and to talk to your dream customers. See you next time on The Marketing Matrix.